Hello everyone, back again, and you guys requested it, so we're gonna do it. Friday the 13th, the remake, 2009. Darren, let's do it. One, two, three, go. Darren, there's a reason why we don't do remakes, because after the Rob Zombie version of Halloween, and maybe even Nightmare on Elm Street with Jackie Earl, they don't really hold up as much as the original, except for this one. This one is actually quite fun and gory and entertaining. Um, I mean, what were your thoughts when you watched it again? Um, yeah, actually, first I want to say I've changed the Christmas decorations. Even though this isn't a Christmas show, I thought I'd keep the decorations up there. Dave McRae moaned about them, said they look like catnip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've taken them down and I've put some nice holly up. Can you see that? Or, or Christmas yeah. tree branches or whatever they are. Garland. So, yeah, garland. Yeah, that's it. So there, there. Is, that, is that Christmas enough for you, Dave? Hey, <laughs> I want to see an elf next time. Okay, we'll get an elf for you. Um, Friday the 13th, I watched it last night. I hadn't watched it for some time. Um, I remember seeing it when I when it first came out and being a bit sort of about it. I wasn't too fussed. Last night I watched it and I actually really got into it. I actually thought it was okay. I thought it was quite a good effort. Um, Marcus Nispel, who I, ga I gather, I think he, he directed... Um, Texas Chainsaw, am I right on that one? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I thought you did a fairly good job, and and there are lots to take away from this film, I think. Um, there are some bits that are kind of like, it doesn't quite work, but on the whole, I think it's not a bad reboot, and I'm really glad that people encouraged us to take a look at this again. And Derek Mears is a fantastic Jason. His, his okay. eye, his, his hulkiness. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a presence uh on screen as jason uh but unfortunately with as we always talk about our first best and worst of category is characters a lot of worst characters not really a lot of good characters because you don't care about the characters in this movie no. though no like i say there, there are some nice kills there's some really good kills in it but you don't care about anybody in it i think there's probably one character that i really cared about um, but on the whole, they're just throwaway and, and very sort of thinly written, if you like. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing really to, to like about a lot of these characters. I think what's interesting, though, is is um, uh, Victor Miller couldn't claim any money for this, any any exp uh, what do they call it, any royalties for it, because mm -hmm. they made it feel like a sequel, and he took them to court over it, and they said no, because it, 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 it feels like a sequel, and the Jason character is the killer, then um, they you, you're owed nothing. Um, so the, the actual Mrs. Voorhees part of this film, which I guess he is, you know, has some sort of ownership on, um, lasts only a few seconds, and it's almost like a flashback sequence. Yeah, um, but yeah. what is nice about it is they do try and put all those key elements in from the first three or four Friday films, which is Mrs. Voorhees, Sackhead Jason, and Hockey Mask Jason. So, yeah, I was quite, I was quite impressed with with bits of it. I must admit. Well, you know, and twelve years later, after this movie came out, you know, we finally got a some kind of settlement 
<laughs> yeah. So hopefully we can get another movie, you know, either based upon this. But I think the actors are kind of old uh, at this at this point to do anything. But I'm interested to see uh, what they do uh, to make it even seem like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, or as gory as this one, or maybe mm-hmm. just go back to its roots and reboot everything all over again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, the best character, and, and you know I don't do this, but I have to in this point, is Jason. I, I, I have to, because it's, I don't like anyone here. Either though I find Whitney, you know, very likable. I like Jared, you know, his character as Clay. Uh, other than that, everyone else is nobody I would like to hang out with. Wait a minute. Let me change my mind. <laughs> here we go. There are some I would like to hang out with. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but uh, other than that it's Jason I have to be honest he, he's Derek Mears is the best thing about this movie yeah he's good he, he does play a good Jason and my issue with his Jason though is he's on screen too much we see too much of him he's not in the shadows enough he's just kind of there you watch him ru- running around all the time going up and down flights of stairs moving things around in his house and it's like you know, just just back off on the Jason stuff. He looks great as Jason, um, and Derek Mears. You know, I I don't have a problem with him at all. Like, in fact, he plays RoboCop on the, some TV ads in the UK at the moment, and he's doing a great job. He looks great as RoboCop. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't say he's my favourite character in this. I wanted to stay away from that because I've kind of, you know, I've chosen Jason a few times in the past, particularly with the likes of Richard Brooker, and I th- think maybe I chose Ted White. I can't remember now. Um, but um, yeah, I, I um, my best character would be would be Clay. Um, I think he's a, he comes across as a, a decent, likable bloke in this. Um, he's he's got a kind of presence when he comes on screen and you know he's got a purpose for the film as well mm-hmm. which is trying to find his sister which nobody else has got purpose in this film other than, other than to get killed um, so I'm going to have to say Clay Miller who, who's played by what's the chap's name Ch- uh, Jared uh, Jared Pekalecki or something Pekalecki, like that okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's from the TV show uh, Supernatural that plays over here constantly Okay, um, I do, is he a main character in it? Or? Yep, yep. He's one of the two brothers. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I've never seen supernatural, supernatural so. beings. I remember you telling me about the show. It's over there, but it's on you know one of those channels that you can't get to the end to, and it's up at three or four in the morning. And you're just like you can't. Yeah, just, it's just like on like, in the background somewhere on a kind of standard reruns of I Love channel. Lucy and and everything. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, now easy enough. My worst character, you know. Is not Trent. Oh, either though, either though he is a complete asshole, but he's a complete asshole from the beginning, and that's his character. Uh, my worst character gets more and more annoying as the movie goes progresses along up into his death, and that's Chewie. Okay, I, I hate Chewie, and I hate the whole thing of shoot the boot. Shoot the boot. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew these kinds of kids in college, and back then I didn't like them. Um, so for me, yeah, it's just because of pure annoyance. Yeah, I think um, I think the worst character in this is Trent, and he's just too unlikable. There's no arc with his character at all. He's just a shit from the moment he comes on screen to the moment he leaves. 
Um, this kind of highly strung jerk who's living out in the woods in the vicinity of where all these murders have took place. Um, he not, does he not realize what's going on in the area? It's literally about two minutes across the street from him. His um, parents got a good deal on that cabin. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Trent, I think they kind of laid it on a bit too thick with how much of an arsehole his character was. Um, and so he's going to be my worst character for sure. I, I agree with you 100% uh, on your choice. He's he's a chauvinist. Um, he's he's an absolute pig. Uh, why anyone would be his friend is beyond me. Uh, and he's there's an arrogance about him. And he got what he deserved towards the end. All right. Your best line. Th- there isn't one. <laughs> okay. The dialogue for me in this film, I, I, again, I watched it last night. Was sitting there waiting. Like, oh, come on, some, something's going to jump out at me any, uh, sometime soon. Um, there was give me some, one, give me some Shakespeare here, some Orson Welles. Let's do no, this. There was, <laughs> there was one line, and I kind of laughed at it, and then I went to myself, "No, that's pretty terrible. That's not the best line in the film." And I put that as my worst line. Okay. So, um, okay. Yeah, we'll save it. Okay. Uh, my w- best line comes from a supporting actress that's on screen for maybe about two seconds, but we've seen her in other Michael Bay movies. Um, and that is when Clay is going up to the house and there's the old lady. Mm. Uh, and she looks like something right out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, anyway. She does, doesn't she? And, she and is. Also, is. She's is from she them. Not, is she not like the... Oh, is, oh, was she in the Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Yep. Ah, yeah. okay. That's where I've seen her before because she's kind of like a female crazy Ralph, isn't she? Yep, yep. I think that's the whole point of her, isn't it? Yeah, I um, I like the part where, you know, he's Clay's going up to her and says, have you seen this woman? And uh, she uh, he lo- she looks at it and says, she's dead. <laughs> and they're like, well, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, people go missing around here. They're, they're, they're gone for good. Uh, outsiders come. They don't know where to walk. They bring trouble. We just want to be left alone. And so does he. There we go. I guess that's okay. So don't grow your fucking weed in New Jersey or Camp Crystal Lake. And Camp Crystal Lake does not. Crystal Lake does not have a police force. Damn it! <laughs> At least the first one, the original one, got that right and actually got the town the camps in. Not you know this stupid you know that sheriff that's there comes in with his uh, with his, his emblem, uh, his patch on the side of his arm and says Crystal Lake Police. <laughs> Crystal Lake PD. Yeah, you could <laughs> you could arrest a cat if you could. You know, I mean, you have no authority. So, is it um, was it filmed near you? This no, no, no. Where was no. it filmed? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't filmed here. So it was filmed. Yeah. We just looked, folks, and it was filmed in Texas. Okay, hee-haw. <laughs> and by the looks of some of the cast, I can see that. <laughs> Okay, now your worst line. My worst line is um, when that guy and his friend are staring at the girl, and he just looks at her, and, and she's wearing, like, some denim shorts or something. Daisy Dukes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just looks at her and says, In my next life, I want to come back as a, one of the buttons on the ass pocket of her jean shorts. This is... Michael Bay all over, isn't it? I mean, this yes. film is Michael Bay all over. It's just like kind of sweaty, oily girls kind of, you know, 
rubbing themselves up all over the place and yeah it's uh it's kissing it's each other on, in front of the men folk yeah it's full-on bay is this is this movie but yeah that's a really shitty line that he comes out with there um one of desperation i, th- I think I thought about putting that on there. I thought about it <laughs> because no, no man would ever say something like that. You know, they would say, "Man, I wish I was in her pants right now." Something like that. You know what I mean? Or I wish I, I was thought, that well, beer I thought, bottle. I thought I would say it so you didn't have to. Because if I say it, it's not going to be half as bad as it would be if you said it. Oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to elaborate. Half an hour. <laughs> I'm going to elaborate on what you said. This is what Darren says, but let me translate it into American English. <laughs> uh, my worst line is coming from Donnie, the, the hick, who mm. says that he just lost his virginity to a mannequin, which is off, which is just out of left field or right field, you know, a baseball term. You're just like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> and he's rubbing her and everything like that. Oh, it's disgusting. And it's also one coming from Trent. Talking about perfect nipple placement. Your tits are juicy, dude. (laughs) You know, if that's a dude, I can't wait. No, (laughs) don't go there. No, no. But it's just it just goes to show that the the the, every line in this either makes you say, "What the hell did he just say?" or just scratches your head. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that the lines here really don't make you care about anybody. No, really don't. No, at all. You know, if this was a retreat, maybe mm. if these characters came together as part of, let's say, an AA retreat, or you know, maybe uh, they were once orphans or something like that. There's kind of a backstory, or one of them, like they did in Evil Dead, uh, the remake, didn't they? They got a, they went up to the cabin so uh, the sister or the friend could like kind of detox. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, they could have done something like that. They could have cared a little bit more, uh, yeah. but no. No. Yeah, there's nothing to care about with anybody no. in this film. It's like, please, uh, just, just and it, well, it, again, it's like, it's exactly what happened to the Jason films in the late 80s. Um, you started rooting for him. Yes. You know, because it was just so monotonous um, and, and repetitive that you just went to see these films just to see what he would do next and how elaborate the next kill would be. And it's kind of like that with this film. It's as I said before, you see too much of Jason. You see too much of him kind of just pottering around in his own space. Um, you see he's not in the shadows as, as much. He's not kind of jumping out as much as he does in a Friday the 13th film. And it almost feels like one of these kind of backwards, hillbilly, sort of wrong turn type movies rather than an actual Friday the 13th film. Um, I that's that. how I, but I still did enjoy it. I still there are some really good plus points to this film, which we'll talk about in a bit. Hillbilly, yeah. Well, Donnie and the woman, yeah, I could see that. Never mind. Uh, your best kill. There's loads of them. There's there, there these is. are pretty good. There is. Um, I'm gonna have to say, um, it's it's Donnie. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you why. It's it's because that whole sequence is the is the of him getting his throat slit is the is the transition between sackhead Jason and hockey mask Jason, and so what you get is this. I, they just shot it really well. I was so impressed with how it happens. Obviously, he pulls his mask off. He then slits Donnie's throat, 
We then get the sequence whereas Jason's rooting around on the floor through all the kind of belongings and that, and he finds this um, hockey mask. And the hockey mask looks wonderful when it's the way it's lit on the floor. And he kind of slowly picks it up, puts it on, and then sort of turns to look in that mirror, and you see him fully masked for the first time. I just think that whole sequence of, of, of events there, from the kill through to the, 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 the hockey mask Jason reveal, is really nicely shot. Okay. <laughs> okay. I oh, had I, a. I really am sorry that I disappointed you. <laughs> I had a pickle of a time trying to pick my favorite. You know, I had the. Uh, there was the axe in the back, and the you know the guy uh, screaming for his friends to help him. Jason used him as bait. You know, there was that. Um, a lot of <laughs> the arrow going through the eyes was, was also quite yeah, good. Pretty cool. Uh, but for me, it ultimately came down to uh, quantity, and that was Bree. Uh, Jason snuck into uh, the house with the open window, of course, because you know no one closes windows in any, in any of these movies. Uh, Bree dies going through the antlers, and then <laughs> Trent shoots her through the door, uh, and then she's thrown into the police window. <laughs> She's being used by everyone in this in this movie. Um, yeah, so. you know what is a really cool kill, and I put this as a kind of second place kill. I think, and it, it's it's the machete under the jetty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she thinks she's safe. She gets hiked up through the machete in the top of her head. I thought that was a really cool moment, a really nice idea, the way he kind of picks her up, she bangs herself on the roof and then slips down again. And then with a nice little treat for the audience. There is. There's there's one for the fellas there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. So that's my best kill is Brie, just because, you know, she added insult to injury. I'm just going to shoot you. Oh, well. Sorry. And then um, Jason's like, well, where do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> this poor girl. All she wants <laughs> just to be loved. Uh, well, two people love her. One B and B. Your worst kill. Um, I've got two actually. I think Jenna. Okay. I think after everything that she did, she just kind of gets skewered with a machete in and out, and that's it. Um, I kind of like to have seen her survive, but you know, never mind. Um, that's probably one of the kind of it's not the worst kill, but one of the kind of least interested, one of the, one of the, one of the most unimaginative kills in this film. And then I think also, and this is where I actually think that this movie, this remake, we're not massive fans of the original Friday the 13th for a few reasons. I actually think that this might be just as good as that film, if not better. And one of the reasons why I think it is better, there's a few of them, is the Mrs. Voorhees kills. Not, It doesn't compare at all to the kill of Mrs. Voorhees in the first film. You no. don't get anything like you get in the first film with this one. It's kind of black and white and slightly off camera, and you're not quite sure for for the first in, in the first instance what has actually happened. And you know, so I think the kill and it's black and white as well. Um, so I think the kill, the original Mrs. Voorhees kill, obviously a great Tom Savini effect, effect um, worked a lot better than it does in this film. I don't know whether they wanted to show the. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees' decapitation because of honoring Tom Savini and how good it was to take away from that? Because certainly now they could have made it a whole lot better. They could have said, yeah, we'll make it a whole lot better. Um, but that 
decapitation from the original is so iconic in the series. <laughs> Why would you want to take it away? Well, you're you know, not maybe it away, are you? No, we're but well, that's probably that's probably why they didn't want to show too much of it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I wouldn't worry about upsetting Savini if you come up with something that's better than he did. He'd love you for it. it you it's, it's, it's 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 on the artist, right? His his interpretation yeah. of it and the director. But yeah, but by, did, you by, know, um, did you know he was in Nam? No, <laughs> but he was. Damn, I got to look. Uh, I'm gonna have to look up one of his interviews. I'm sure it's mentioned in there somewhere. Uh, so your worst kill? Oh, it's Donnie by like hands down. Donnie, it's just um, really. Yeah, you know what it is. I you come from a sentimental part of these kills. Oh. Yeah, it, <laughs> I go for effect, and there's actually no effect there for me. No effect. Uh, you know, I understand. You know, for you, it's it's. It, you know, it's part of a bigger moment. Yeah, the know? moment. And, and no, I turn my brain off. I want to see somebody's neck slash. I want to see someone's neck slash. Um, I want to see something like Axel. You know, that's what I want to see. But the, the one little slash, you know, and he's gone. You know, it's, I could throw it away. I could throw it away. Oh. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, see, there it's coming from a place of cinematography and lighting and passion. <laughs> and, and it's transitioning from one scene to another in a hierarchy of character. Me? No. Just just the boob count. Just the boob count and maybe, you know, some nice gore effects because it is a slasher movie. I don't want to think. <laughs> All right. What is your best moment? I think the best moment of this film is the whole 25-minute pre-credit sequence. Um, I, I, I really, really think that if they could have kept that up, that level of tension... Um, those, those level of kills, you know, the bit when she's in the in the sleeping bag, burning oh. alive, and he's caught in the bear trap trying to get to her. That's a horrible sequence, a really tense sequence. Um, I, the whole pre-credit sequence is 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 fantastic and really kind of encapsulates what Friday the Thirteenth is all about. But then from then onwards, as I said before. It you see too much of Jason going about everyday things, or just 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 being Jason. I, I think not so much everyday things, but you just see too much of him walking <laughs> like around. Grocery going, shopping. Yeah, we, no, yeah, boop. like that. Right, his boop. Christmas cards, boop. <laughs> cleaning the boop, toilet. Boop, boop. Um, <laughs> everyday Jason. I understand feels, what you're saying. Yeah. I think it, it does. It feels like a wrong turn movie to me rather than um, than a Friday the 13th movie as it progresses. And so that's the downside. But the upside is we have a fantastic 24-minute, 25-minute, whatever it is, pre-credit sequence, which is just awesome. And, you know, hats off to them because they, they really nailed it for, for a third of that movie. I agree with you 100%. That's also my best moment. Uh seeing jason for the first time and he's this hulking you know beast of a man uh which nobody can survive uh the kills in the beginning we we see are, are quite excellent and the part where it cuts away to the title when you see jason run at whitney yes it's absolutely terrifying and you can feel the ground shake mm-hmm. as derek is running and you're you feel like you're in that moment as well you're like oh shit you know, it's it's I I love that moment, and uh, if we got something like that, like you said, throughout this whole movie in the dark, 
Maybe a little bit of a daylight kill, because uh, you know we know Jason kills during the day, just like most of our slashers. Uh, but less of him, you know, more popping out of you know that would have been that would have been great. Uh, but yeah, I can't knock the the first twenty five minutes of this movie for anything at all, and maybe except for the guy who looks like Dwight Schrute from The Office. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I think it's a fantastic opening to yeah. any slasher. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they did a great job, and um, uh, it's a shame that that whatever happened kind of stopped them from doing another film. I'm not too sure how how it ends. I mean, it's it's a bit kind of. I mean, I know he jumps through the jetty, doesn't he? But yeah. he goes through that. Does he? Does he actually get mangled or? or no, does it it's, stop like his, or? it's like his like his cranium just gets cut up a little bit. That's about it. Yeah, he was too big to go through it. You know, he was probably choked out because yeah. of the chain yeah. around there, and they choke him out and everything. And mm. uh, well, he also got stabbed. You know, but, yeah, I uh, guess so. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's Jason. You know, he's going to come back. Uh, but if they, whenever they do. Uh, make another one um they went in the right direction with Derek mears hmm. uh just this this big hulky guy kind of like richard uh was you know with his with his traps and everything <laughs> like that uh because he's my favorite jason um I, I hope that the next one we get is is maybe to this level and or just as good or far better than this remake because yeah. if it is i'll be happy cool all right um so Ladies and gentlemen, you asked for it. We gave it to you. Uh, it was fun. Um, put in some other comments. What do you What do you think about this movie? Is it one of your uh, favorites? I think it's in the box set, right? If I'm not mistaken, it is. Yeah, yeah. There's, I there's, gave mine away, so I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you have to ask Cody. I would have to ask. You know, uh, yeah. Um, Our good moderator Cody. He won the box set off Frank, and so um, you know. Oh, did he? No, he no, didn't. No, it's Nile. It's Nile. Um, Neil Nile. Yeah, Reese Wilson won the box set, didn't he? And then donated it to to Niall. So you'd have to ask Niall whether uh, it's in there. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's it's in there. I think the the uncut version or the director's cut or whatever. Extended killer cut. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I know that I've seen recently, in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on Cyber Monday, when the box set came out, it was like $180, I mm-hmm. believe. And now I saw it for as low, brand new uh, from... Uh, one of those websites. It's actually a, a good website. I'm not going to, you know, publicize the website here. Uh, Seventy-five bucks, brand new. Really? So, Jesus. <laughs> oh that's annoying, God. isn't it? That's that's yeah. a, to us. That's like forty-five quid or something. Oh, yeah. Is that terrible? Yeah, it bloody is. Because I paid like 140 pounds for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get the next one, of course, you know, with all these movies, when we get a new Friday 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. You'll forget all about the box set you just got and go grab another one. <laughs> start again. Yeah. Start again. Yeah. Well, on that note, everybody, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. <laughs>